I really had to pause this week to speak about the tragic loss we all were affected by in some way or another. Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi, were killed in a routine helicopter ride. So not only were he killed, but the following other families were affected as well. So we had John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Alyssa Altabelli, their daughter, Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, which is her daughter, and then the pilot, I believe he's pronounced his name, Ara Sobayan, were all affected by, you know, this tragic loss that we all are still mourning through. So yes, I wanted to pause from my regular topics to speak about this and, uh, you know, the growth lesson from this. And with that being said, hey, it's Lakita of MakiBeauty.com and you're listening to Confidence on Stilettos. So before I jump into this, I just have to let you know there's been roof work done to the building closest to me. So you may hear some stapling and some noises because they're working on the roof there. So I apologize about that. So I just wanted to um, jump back into um, this topic of Kobe and his legacy and hopefully some some points of growth that we could draw from this tragic loss. So, you know, like I said, I couldn't go on with my normal routine because this is it's weighing heavy on my heart. And if you're human, whether you knew him or not, or if you knew the other individuals or not, you were affected by this at some level. As a mother, this hits me on so many different levels. I can't even begin to express it to you. So, you know, I have some points here that I, you know, just going to kind of keep me on target. That way I don't, you know, drag this out. You know, if you, I'm not sure where you were when you found out this news, but wherever you were, it hit you at some level. You know, tears have been shed over this. And, you know, I've cried and I've cried and I, you know, and I hope for it to stop. But, you know, I went on Instagram and it's like, Every time you go on Instagram or any social media platform or on Google, wherever, you're seeing his face plastered. You're seeing his daughter face plastered, plastered everywhere. You're seeing the victim. So it's, it's, it's staying so fresh in our souls and in our spirits. It's a wound that's going to take a minute to close up. So, you know, um, I read something on Sarah Jakes Roberts' Instagram that stated um, what she said was, let the emotions come and don't try to suppress them. It comes in waves, and I know this will not pass by next week. Right? When she said that, and she just said not to suppress them, because, you know, I was trying to, like, Lakita, why are you crying? Lakita, why are you crying? Why is this bothering you so much? You know, you start questioning yourself, but you're human. There's no question. You're human. So if you are mourning the loss of someone you don't even know, you know, you're human. You're human. You should be mourning. You should be mourning from a human standpoint that this was a tragic, tragic loss. You know, um, 
Y'all, I just don't, I just don't even know what to say. It's like, you know how you just be at a loss for words? That's just where I've been for some time now. I've even felt, felt it difficult for me to post things about my business because it's just been like, in a way, I feel like, is it inappropriate to, to move on so quickly? And it's not that, okay, yeah, I know business goes on. We get it. I get it. I'm a business owner. I know that. But for me, my integrity, my spiritual growth, I know when to pause. I'm at a place in my business where I don't have to be present to make money. So I can pause from posting. I can pause and, and take that time you know, for me to process this all, for me to gather my thoughts, for me to pay respect for the families involved, you know. And again, it's not gonna it's not gonna pass by next week. And just to be honest, I mean, if you're like me, a, a part of you is still in shock. You're still in like, are, am I dreaming? Can I wake up from this? I feel like the moment that we all found out, I feel like God hit the pause button on everyone's life on Sunday because it was so surreal. Like, I feel like the entire nation was on pause lives were changed lives were affected so i'm hoping that this is not going to be a long podcast episode i'm hoping that this will be a short one but hey who knows who knows you know what's going to come through and i always just ask god to when i get on this mic god let me receive back and let you step forward because in a time such as this we need him to come forward we need him to you know, bring peace and comfort not only to the nation, but specifically, Lord, for the families, the wife um, of of Colby Bryant, um, bring peace and comfort to his his parents, his his daughters, his remaining daughters, like, and then bring peace and comfort for the other families that's affected. Like, oh my goodness, guys, I just, whew, it's a lot, it's a lot. So, but what uh, I do want to say first and foremost here, where I can move forward with this podcast, is God has our days numbered. And regardless of how tragic this is for us, that's left here to, to go through the grief, he knew when Kobe and precious little Gigi would depart from us. And I'll touch on that in a few moments. I'm going to come back to that in just a few moments. Secondly, I would like to encourage the world to pray for Miss Vanessa Bryant, her girls, Kobe's family, and all of um, his friends, the NBA that's affected by this tragedy. I know this is, is what has my heart so heavy because I know they may be in the midst of grief that they can't even find the words to pray, okay? I recently, I'm not sure if I said this in my earlier podcast, but I recently lost my brother-in-law who was like a blood brother to me. And I knew, and he was suddenly 
just like this situation, not as tragic, but still tragic, was snatched from us. And I found it hard to move on. Some days I still find it hard to move on because it was just in June that I lost him in 2019. And I know this lady has to bury her husband and her daughter at the same time. I can't, I can't express to you what my heart feels for this, for this, this woman. What my heart feels for the daughters. What my heart feels for his parents. What my heart feels for the other families, parents that's remaining. There, there are other kids that's remaining. You know, we we haven't even. I'm not sure, but I, I don't think we've thought about the gravity of every piece of these people that is affected by their deaths. So I know this is this is what has my heart so heavy. And just as I mentioned, in June 2019, I lost my brother-in-law, which, because he was more like a blood brother to me. And, um, you know, I still try to find positives and silver linings to the reason why, you know, he was taken from us. You know, I'm a very spiritual person, and um, I know God has our days numbered, you know. and But still, here in human flesh, it's still so hard to to grasp that grasp that and to understand it and you already know his his understanding is is way supreme than than anything that we can't even think on that level of what God is doing and, and the things that he wants to do to move so here we are with Kobe and Gigi suddenly taken from from their families and, and from us you know we've watched this young man go through trials and tribulations from the moment that he entered the NBA. And then the more that I look at the pics of everyone involved with their families during the holidays, smiling, you know, just having a great time, not knowing their days were numbered. It tugs at me and it tugs at me, guys, and it tugs at me. And some some days I just, when I think about it, I get... I get physically like ill and I just want to scream and cry. I do. And one thing I know for sure is all of us who feel this family's grief and our own over the tragedy is being put on notice by God. Okay. Let's just say that I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it again. We're being put on notice by God. I do not believe God did this, but I do believe he allowed it to happen to get our attention. We've all become so distracted, heartless, do and say what we want to say. Treat people like they're dispensable when God never intended for any of us to be ruthless. He never intended for us to drag each other down. We are here to be light workers. And for the things that I see consistently, consistently, I know we're being put on notice. 
You got to be sleep, spiritual, spiritually sleep, just completely cut off from your, your soul, your spirit, for you not to see this wake-up call. Every moment, every day, we are given an opportunity. We are to spread light. Okay? I want to put this in perspective for you guys. You know, whoever's listening, every day we are given an opportunity, a choice, right? You're given a choice to spread light or darkness, to love or hate, to do right or do wrong, to forgive or hold a grudge, to use people or help people, to give words of encouragement or cuss people. I could go on forever, but I what I can say is I can only control me. And it saddens me when I see the horrible things that's going on. God just put us all on notice to say, stop it enough. You know, it's time that you all get it together. That's basically what he's saying. Like, let's get it together. I completely, and I hate using the word hate, but I do. I hate that Kobe had to be the sacrifice. But looking at it from a spiritual standpoint, Kobe affected so many people in this world. He changed it for, for the better. We watched him, like I said, we watched him struggle and grow into a loving, devoted husband. We watched him be an amazing father. So God knew he would have everyone's attention if he was to pull him. And then to, to make it even more... To, to, to sting, I, I would say, to sting us, Gigi was also a sacrifice as well. It's, y'all, this whole entire scenario is just so, I'm, I'm just like sitting here, I'm recording this. But mentally, I am just like still like shocked. I'm in shock, y'all. I'm in shock. So look what happened. The moment he took, and he meaning God took, Kobe and Gigi, we all as a nation started with prayers. Sometimes when we block out the right things to do, God wants us always to come to him. And I'm not sure who you believe in. You can believe in who you want to believe in. But on this podcast and on this very moment, I'm telling you, I am a believer in Jesus Christ. And that is who I am. That's what I'm directly talking about. If that's not who you believe in and you don't believe in in, in Christian faith, I, 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 I recommend you just go ahead and just shut it off, you know? Because right now, I'm talking, going back to Christian faith, and not just Christian faith, just faith, period, regardless of who you believe in. God is an expression of love. God is a relate, you know, how, how you communicate with whoever you believe in. It's a relationship. 
you really don't have to be of Christian faith. You don't have to be of any faith. But you just have to have love and light in your heart. God is love. But he still wants us to come to him. That's who we should come to. Whether the problem is small or big. And that's what happened. He, he is so hurt by the things that's going on in this world. And I don't even really need to say what's going on in this world. Because you got to be asleep to not see what's going on. I mean, there's so much hatred here right now. It's so much dysfunction. It's so much um, lewdness. Like it's, there was a time where, you know what? I'm not even going to touch on it, but I'm going to leave that for another, another podcast. But I'll touch on even down to, you know, to us women, like we're, we're getting more raunchier than men. Like we're there. Where's the modesty? Where has that gone? You know, where has that gone? When did, when did it become okay for us to just be out here just wilding out? Like, we be wilding out. Like, this is all the more of the reason. Like, it makes you, what happened this past Sunday made us pause and think about life. It made us pause and it made us pray as a nation. Like I said, you can look at this whichever way you want to. But these are my thoughts. And I kindly just ask that we all be respectful and love one another, regardless of race, nationality, religion. All of those barriers are just distractions set up by the enemy. We're better than all of that. We're better than that, guys. Like, we really are. And I just, like I say, we as a as a nation, we got to do better. We got to do better. We got to, we can't just let, you know, what happened with these families go on notice, uh, uh, you know, and not questioning our own lives, questioning are we living our truths or are we just living to post a nice picture on Instagram for likes or whatever? What Are we living truly our truth? Are you doing right now something that truly makes you happy? Or are you just waking up every day to get a check to pay your bills? We were not put here to just wake up, pay our bills and go on. No. Especially if you're unhappy. We are all given gifts, power, and authority to operate in the gifts that God has given us. To not only live abundantly, but be prosperous. But you got to fight that, that, inner, that inner enemy. You got to fight the principalities that we cannot see, but they are operating around us. And the way that you do that, you, you got to be aware. You got to use that intuition. Ladies, when something don't feel right, it ain't right. God gave us that like free of charge. Like 
it if it's not right, it's not right. Stop trying to force relationships. Stop trying to force, you know, opportunities that you know is not for you. Stop chasing money. Stop doing all of that. Like, I can't even begin to to express how this this tragedy made me pause. Made me pause and say, hey, Keith, are you really doing something you love to do? And I was so grateful to feel and know in my spirit that I am operating from a place that of the, the gifts that God gave me. And I love what I do. I love empowering women. I love giving you know, women the tools and strategies to, to map out their goals and to not only map their goals, but actually take strategic action on their goals. To move forward every single day, whether it's a small step or a big step. A step is a step. I'm so grateful that God gave me the ability to, you know, and the talent to do makeup. That's a ministry. Everything that you do in life is a ministry. Being a mom is a ministry. You know, when someone gets in my makeup chair, I have, and, and they sit on my, on my, facial bed and, and lay there and I'm I'm helping them with their skin or I'm making them feel more confident in themselves. I'm talking to them. I'm building a relationship with them. I'm finding their likes, their dislikes. I'm I'm speaking a word into them. I'm speaking over them. I'm telling them how how beautiful they are, how how you know they have gifts and talents because a lot of people always ask me, hey Kita, how did you know when it was time for you to do your business full time. How did you know what made you go into makeup? What made you become an esthetician? And I'm grateful to say to them, it's not the fact that I I consciously knew, I spiritually knew. It was a tugging in my spirit. It was a tugging uh despite, you know, family members thinking I was crazy for leaving my 9 to 5 for, you know, friends that disappeared, for friends that um, you know, didn't understand why I was doing what I was doing or if it was even, or if it would even make money. I knew in my spirit that eventually it would make money and eventually I would be okay. But the one thing that I knew that I had to do, I knew I had to move into that arena because that's something that was placed in my spirit and that's why I always say makeup chose me I didn't choose makeup it's something that God used as a tool for the ministry that he needs me to go after and that's what basketball was for Kobe it was his own level of ministry you know it was to get him into that arena so that that little kid who you know aspired to be a basketball player, aspired to be maybe a coach or have you in the in the sports arena, saw that it was possible for him too. It gave Kobe the platform to be able to speak to a number of people at one time to give them hope, to give them inspiration. So that's all I'm saying to you guys. There's ministries in each and every last one of us. What are you going to do today 
that's going to move your life forward in a positive way to impact others. Let's take a book from, from Kobe's legacy that he's left here for us to, that we can still watch his videos, his, his motivational videos and see his plays and just see the transition and of his life. So that's really, guys, that's really all I have, you know. Again, if you're mourning and if you're grieving like I am, just continue to stay prayed up. Let's continue to lift these families up in prayer every single day, every moment that it hits your spirit that, oh my gosh, these people are cooked. I can't even imagine what they're going through. Say a prayer for them. All right, guys, I'll be back next week with um, our regular, regular scheduled episodes. Until then, be blessed. I love y'all. Peace out.